Okay, welcome everybody. This is Tales from the Secret Cabin. Unbelievable, we are back together once again. My name is Phil, so glad that you are with us. And uh, as we always do, who else is with us today? Uh, I'm here and I am KJ Tenza. Hi, KJ. Hello. Hi. It is so good to be here off of the hill. So we're, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, our, our previous podcast had been hiking and backpacking. Maybe before we get too far introductions, you should yeah. explain like where we're actually at. Because we're not in the secret mm -hmm. cabin. We are not. Today. How dun, about dun, somebody dun. else describes it? Because oh, it's, I, I will. It's okay. My house, well, you know. For, we, we yeah. got, we've got to get into introductions because people are going to chime in no matter what. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Jenny, Jenny Fresh is here. Good to see you. And so is. I'm Stetson. Hi, Stetson. I don't have a cool nickname like Jenny Fresh. <laughs> Stetson Just Beard. Stetson. Beard. Uh, beard. Do. I don't like nicknames. It's your Stetson Instagram Beard. Name. That comes from it's like fun. years of people mispronouncing my name. <laughs> I just hold on. Explain that. How do how do people accidentally say it? Uh, I've gotten Stenson, oh, yeah. Stefan. Samsonite. Uh, Stenson is my least favorite. If yeah. I meet a Stenson, I have to like use self-control to not like take out my frustration on them. Oh, that's good. So I use my middle name at like restaurants and stuff. What's your middle name? Douglas. Douglas. Because they don't mispronounce it. No. I'm going to yeah. start calling you Douglas. Oh, one time uh, I ordered a cake. And this wasn't written on the cake, just on the box. It said stepson. <laughs> it's like who would name their Happy kid stepson? <laughs> hey, they're just calling it out. Here's like who you are to me. You thought my name was stepson? <laughs> I don't. I don't feel That's bad fantastic. for you because my last name is Hooten, and it yeah. It's terrible. It's a terrible last name. Why? Sorry. Stetson Hooten. <laughs> could be worse. That, I could pull it off. Stepson. Stepson. Okay, anyway, we're keeping it going around. And the fifth and last person, I'm Mariana, and I also have name problems because but the, the thing is that <laughs> you just shouldn't expect anybody. When you expect people to know how to say or spell your name is when frustration happens. It's all about the expectation, you mm. know? I don't expect anybody to get it right, so I don't get frustrated. I love that. I have name problems. <laughs> I have name problems. So we, we call you Mari. Is that, do you like that? Or is that just like the frustration is too much to even go oh, after it? Oh, no, no, no. We had a conversation about it the other day. I think uh, nicknames for me is a sign of love. It's like calling a friend and love or dear, you know, so it's not, I'll never introduce myself that way, but I feel close to you. you I think it, it came that. out of the a conversation we had that your friends in high school called you Mari. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was just so sweet. It was just a sweet name. And yeah. I, then, no, I love it. Yeah. I never introduced myself that way because it's, it's like, yeah, it's just a friend mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Yeah. All right, so now <laughs> we are coming from KJ's living room slash dining room slash maybe kitchen area. It's kind of an open They all floor. hold hands. They, they all hold hands. hands. This is an open concept. Yeah. But why are we in your house? Which I, I'm thrilled we're in your house, by the way. It's really hot outside. So I appreciate you letting us in your yeah, house. Yeah, so, so here's, here's kind of the plan uh, or the inspiration for today. Um, so coming back down from Chicago Basin, I just like had this like feeling that the secret cabin changed or it's over or it's different or it has to be born again or something like that. Like it was 
like the thing that had been cannot be, be the thing it's going to be. And so doing this podcast, going back into the secret cabin and going back into old things didn't feel correct. And so the whole thing, so I came home and it's like, it's time to change everything. And so, um, I'm in the process of changing everything about the secret cabin. I set a ton of things on fire. Um, I had a big bonfire out here, but I burnt a ton of things. Give us an example. What, What did you burn? What's something that I will miss from the cabin that you burned? I know. Okay, I'm like, so, well, how about us? You didn't uh, ask so the the, we were attached to. The very table that sat there in the center no of the cabin, it doesn't exist doesn't anymore. Exist. The doors don't exist. There was flooring that doesn't exist. Shelving that is gone. What about uh, the chair that nobody had any business sitting in? That is in there still. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are we talking I about can't the stump? wait. No, no, the stump has every right I to be in there. The There's a chair in there that no matter who they who sits in it, you are afraid it's going to break. You sink. You sink down into every it. Every time. Yeah. You just, is this the time that this chair is going away? So I away? couldn't yeah. set that one on fire because part of me thinks that that's the embodiment of who I am. Yes. It's like <laughs> going to collapse at any moment. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It's like, man, I don't know if I should sit with that, you know? And um, that's kind of how I feel. And so it's kind of like pretty close to my soul. If KJ was a piece of furniture, it would be that chair. That's right. Be careful. Um, um, What about the rocking chairs? Oh, I have to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I put it someplace different different and so the overall feeling of the cabin is going to be very different in fact it's going to be very different and so i'm hoping that by the time this podcast happens again that it's going to be there in that space but it's going to feel as if this space is totally different and so it's the same space but a different vibe different feeling different purpose um, different heartbeat, but it's the same thing. And if, that that brings us here today instead of just going back into old things. Mm. I was just going to ask that if the, if that has to do then with this, the movement of 100%, life and the 100%. different seasons and what's happening in different seasons. Hmm. I, I mean, you have to think about it. It's like our podcast began back in October of, of the, this past season, right? And October is coming up again. And so I'm very excited to go into October and to begin to talk about the old things, but from a whole other perspective. Mm, that's good. I, I know we're not in the cabin, but even your home here feels very cabin-like. <laughs> How so? Well, I've got a giant buffalo above my head. Yeah, I really stand. hope that's like affixed to the wall very well. You know, to be, be honest, he isn't. Um, he it's is the just chair again. Barely, hang, barely hanging in there. I mean, yeah. Stetson actually helped hang him. Yeah. Um, because, so I tried to put him up by myself. But it was just too heavy, and so I, I begged him to come over. Yeah, I think it was over like a within bit. the first month of me being on staff or something. Yeah, or just yeah, that's, that's crazy. I I feel encouraged. It's like eight <laughs> years ago. 
So it's, I don't think it's more than barely hanging on if it's been up there for eight years. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I just think the tiniest thing could cause him to if fall on Jenny. If KJ was a taxidermied head, he would be that buffalo. <laughs> barely hanging Ready on. Ready to break. <laughs> it's a massive buffalo head. Okay, so, so this podcast, I mean, it's, it's a mix of a, of a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's kind of a... Uh, a culmination of a season of a, of a period of a time like so we're kind of celebrating that I think even sort of having everybody here who's here is kind of representative of this past year that we've all been journeying together there's anticipation for the future and where this might go there's old there's new so we can go a lot of different directions I think my instinct is is it's been so long since we've actually sat here and, and just talked like I'm kind of wondering kind of how are we doing just in this moment yep, like good. where are we at in this moment before kind of going either back or forwards or that kind of thing. Okay, we got to talk about yes. KJ's <laughs> hand. <laughs> Every time there's a... So- <laughs> KJ has his hand. Yeah, I don't, what would you call it? A hand massager? It's a massager. It's, this, it's totally normal. His hand is encapsulated in this black plastic contraption. It looks that like is, something out of like an Avengers yeah, movie. Like an iron, yeah, like yeah, It's yeah. pressurized. But every time there's a question and a silence, it goes... <laughs> <laughs> so Mari was using it about 10 minutes ago. I wanted to start recording so bad because I wanted her reaction to what she was experiencing. Oh. Katie's all chill over here, just like this is a normal part of the journey. That would be a terrible intro to the podcast with that thing on my hand. It's like, I'm going to lose my fingers. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> That's how we're doing, Phil. Yeah, I about lost my hand. I still have all the 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 point the dots on the palm from the. I think it's just so fun to have people all together and to be able to like experience joy. I think. I mean, that's there's this this feeling of just cracking jokes and being together again. And summer happened, and Mm -hmm. and it's just like, man, it's so good to be back home. But that's Mm -hmm. how I feel. I think I'm in this, uh, it's a good place, but in this place of like, <clears throat> holiness, no, <laughs> someday, someday, <laughs> um, but I'm in this weird place of like, uh, jello. Would you stop it? <laughs> um, it, it's, it's weird anticipation because kids are back in school but we don't know how long they're good, you know? So it's like, I want to be really excited about this season of like having my kids in school and, um, you know, trying to get back into a normal rhythm. But like every time my phone rings, you know, my heart stops a little bit. Like, is that, is that the school? Is that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I keep finding myself not allowing myself to like settle into what I was so excited for the route back to the routine, but I don't feel like it's a promised routine. So that would be where I find myself going a lot, like just in thoughts, even just driving, you know, like I, just, I don't trust this routine right now. Hmm. Just like the chair. <laughs> and the buffalo. <laughs> it's a lot of... It's hanging over your head. Non-trust <laughs> happening. Yeah, I think, I'm, I think I'm in a similar place in the sense of um, playing with, with the rhythms of life and... Um, well, a little bit to what KJ said about the cabin, but I was 
telling a few of you guys before we started recording, I just came back from vacation a week and a half ago, but I already feel like I need to take a mental day off. You know, it's like, what is going on? And I, I, I need to learn how to do this better. You know, it's, mm. I need to learn how to create a rhythm that is healthy and sustainable and, I don't know. I, I'm still figuring this one out. So that's the things that I've been... And coincidentally or not, this topic came up several times throughout the day today in conversations with people. And so just to kind of explain that a little bit. So you were gone for about three weeks. You were able to go home to Brazil. Mm-hmm. And just generally, how was that? Oh, no, that was wonderful. But then you come back from vacation, however long, it's that shock back to reality because you're resting and you're doing nothing and you're filling up. And then you get home and there's a million things that were put on hold and you're trying to catch up like right away. You're exhausted on the first day back, you know. Well, and you guys got back and school started like the next less than day. 24 hours later. Yeah. yeah. So. It, it really was a shocking yeah. transition back. <laughs> but that's not even that. I think it's... I shouldn't be feeling this way so short after having had such a good vacation. You know, I think I would expect the rest to be lasting a bit longer. Yeah, I could use you guys' wisdom there, especially you. You guys here are very good with the whole resting and pace and Sabbath. That's something I need to learn. Wow, so KJ's hand is like a spider web now, full of that circle in the center and the thing. And it feels incredible. <laughs> the other thing I have to bring up, um, kind of kind of on this whole cycle thing, I just got a text saying, okay, so back in April, there was a podcast that Phil asked, how are you? And I said, I'm tired from talking to the IRS on the phone all day. Oh, right. yeah. It just, I just got a text saying everything's all right. We got to no fix. No way. Just now. Nice. Oh, my and gosh. So this podcast was a complete cycle. There you go. <laughs> it was a complete cycle. Of fear Cyclical. and anxiety. <laughs> yeah. And it came out. It's okay. Long Look but complete. Yeah. Praise the shepherd. Wow. All right. Cool. So that's how I'm doing right now. I just want to throw a party. Your hand's relaxed. My hand is feeling incredible. Everything's as it should be. Nice. That's incredible. Okay. Anyways. I feel like, well, I went to Elitch's for the first time in a long time, like a few weeks ago. It's cool. (laughs) But I went on the mind eraser. And did it do its job? It did. did. I don't remember a thing. Um, It was pretty cool. But it it was the first time in a long time I've been on a roller coaster. And, like, do you know that feeling? Like, right when you start going down the first hill and it's, like, that sensation of falling and your whole body tenses up and all you can do is just hold Mm -hmm. on. And, like, like you want to put your hands in the air, but, like, your body won't let you. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can't. I think... A lot of my world revolves around the school year and a lot has been put in place and now we're in that first downhill where it's like it feels like all I can do is just like hold on and we'll see what happens after this leg of the track on the roller coaster. Um, Like it's, it's not bad, it's fun in its own way, but at the same time it's like all I can do is ride it and more of my world is about 
to revolve around the school year because my oldest son is about to start preschool, mm. which is like feels like he's going to college to mm. a small degree. But it's the beginning of like more yeah. moments of that, and it'll be really good. But yeah, so yeah, I'm kind of in that spot of just like, all right, I'm just gonna hold on and see mm. how this pans out. I didn't know he was starting. That's yeah. really cool. It's, so it's the first time you you let your offspring just like be who they are around other sure. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, this just kind of hit me now, and I don't. I'm sure this, there's a lot of reasons as to why this would be the case, but no matter kind of where we're at in the story of now and how um, either relaxed we are if we're KJ or stressful if we're not KJ, um, there's something oddly, um, uh, hopeful is not the right word, but there's, there's a sense of anticipation in this moment of the season, right? Whether you're on the downhill of something that's because you've started some stuff and you're feeling like it's running away or whatever, but it's it's just it's weird to me that because of our our culture and school and different things into the summer as you transition, like there's this this launching this feeling of jumping into the next new normal or whatever. And so in that, you know, wondering is it going to be this kind of year? Is it going to be this type of fall? What what would you say you're you're either hoping for or you're longing for you're wanting if if we do have this conversation again in two or three months that you, you could look back and say man this this turned out perfectly this was this is the thing that i'm hoping happens in the next few weeks or month as we launch into this fall season because it can't just be like literally hold on and just get down to the end of the ride and just don't die. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> but that, that can't be the reason for the roller coaster, right? There's got to be something bigger than that. Oh, for sure. That's just the yeah. first stage of it. Right, right. And then it's, it's like loops and hill, twists. And... Going down the hill, the feeling that your body has, it's simply, I don't have control. Right. Mm. And that's, that's the enjoyment of it. It, yep. Like, yep. it just jolts you down and your stomach goes into your head and... It's incredible. And I think that the experience of this past, you know, however long is that control, that it's a facade. Mm -hmm. And the thing that Jenny was talking about is she's kind of like saying, so it seems that I don't have control here. Right. And it's like, (laughs) yep, you're right. And it seems kind of like that I can't count on totally anything. Yep, you're right. And I think there's just the understanding of that mm-hmm. that I th- think could be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It could be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I was watching <laughs> Jurassic World in a theater full of middle schoolers and high schoolers, which was amazing. Like cheering on the dinosaurs as they it's ate ama- people. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. But there's a line in there where the boss. He, it's towards the beginning of the movie, like he's like piloting a helicopter for like the eighth time and this lady's like freaking out in the back. And he said, the key to a happy life is to realize that you're never actually in control. Mm-hmm. And I've been meditating on that since Dying sitting in that movie theater full of a bunch of middle schoolers cheering on dinosaurs. <laughs> and it's like, it's been really comforting. So the key, what's the quote? The key The key to a happy life is to realize that you're actually never in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think tying into how I'm personally feeling, I think that's a lot of my exhaustion 
<laughs> there's too much energy that you spend trying, trying to, to control. control. Oh. What, what do you feel like you're trying to control? Oh, Phil, I can probably name one or two things that I'm not trying to control. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Outside of this podcast. <laughs> Maybe you're even trying to control us. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. It's this illusion, like you guys already said, that, you know, I, I will be able to handle everything. It's like, no, you know, just chill out a little bit. Relax. Yeah, I got I a think... pull of from her the other day, and she's like <laughs> spazzing out. And she's like, the deadlines are coming up. The deadlines are coming up. We don't have the time to deadline. And it's like, the deadlines were created by us. It's like, <laughs> th- there are no deadlines. And, you know, it's like, man, let's chill. Let's chill. It's okay. I'm but, here to tell you it's going to be all right. Thank you. I think, and I don't know, maybe, like, I, I hear, I totally connect with you on that. Because I think sometimes it's not necessarily about things that I'm thinking in my mind that I want to control that I don't feel I have control it's a subconscious thought of I want, I want to know, I want to know. So it's not even about necessarily control. Like I want to know my kids are happy. I don't want to control their happiness. You know, I want to know that, you know, that I, yeah. So, and maybe they're one in the same and it's just a nuance thing, but I think for me, it's like, I want to know, are schools just going to be shut down? I want to know, are you just going to make kids wear masks? I just want to know. I don't care either way. I just want to know. (laughs) And I think it's in the unknown that I feel out of control. Yeah, maybe maybe part of my question is, and there's kind of this eternal optimism bent that I have, but I feel like there's a hopeful future that you're still wanting, even if it manifests itself in this need to know or this need to control, but there is something really good that you're going after and it's your kid's happiness or this version of a life in the next few months that you think will be better than it was last year and you're just hoping that it's better. Like, so that's kind of what I'm driving. Like there's, there's really cool things that we're wanting in the next season of life that it's easy to look at maybe the negative ways we respond Mm -hmm. to trying to control, make it happen, force it happen. But what are those things if we were to pull them out and be like, man, I just, I hope. Like, so that's, that's the way that I would answer I know, my own I question. Can, yeah. Is I, I hope this is a better fall than last year. Yes. Like, I just, I want it to be better. Even though last fall wasn't awful in our world. Um, but I'm just like, man, I, I just hope it's better. And I hope we make choices that make it better. And here's some, you know. And that's, that has some negative connotations as well as positive things in my life. Um, but just acknowledging that is, is nice. Just, I just have hope that it's going to be better than it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I get it. I think that through the hardship and the chaos, it caused society and people, it forced them to be honest about who they are. And horrible things came from that. Like a whole bunch of people being super honest. It was terrifying. It, it forced people to be different. I, I, I mean, the, the, there's, there are like tons of incredible things that happen because of that. I almost have this fear of things going back. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. People yep. going back to how things had been, like going back into their holes of hiding. And I don't know, like there's, yeah. I was almost like, 
born for the apocalypse. I think like that's <laughs> that's I'm like and I was like oh it's finally here. like <laughs> this is my era and, and, and like the the whole like zombie apocalypse thing like I would thrive in that um, and there's something about that that was so exciting mm-hmm. and I almost have this fear of things going back um, the things that that it caused the church uh, you know like to ask and to evolve and to change and think and finally be creative about things. Um, that was exciting because it seemed like things, they were always changing. Uh, so our podcast, it was born out of that season. And like, so although things have been hard, I, I, I would point back to this past year and say, I think that out of all, all the times that I spent on the earth, 2020 was possibly the favorite human experience that I had. Yeah. Like I've been reaching out to people, seeing if they want to do like some new things that they've never tried before. And a really common response I'm getting right now is my schedule is just like too packed right now. I've got too many things to do. I don't know if I can do that. Mm. And I remember getting those texts back two years ago. I hardly got any of those last year. And so me too, I am afraid of things going back to how they were. And so like thinking about this, the conversation of being busy and feeling chaotic, it's like that's coming back Mm -hmm. to culture Mm -hmm. and the enjoyment of people and just the idea of hugging and how big that had been like people don't care about hugging anymore it's you know <laughs> i mean like i don't know guys like yeah i you know i tell i get that i we have a you know we call it like our work station not workstation i don't know it's like the hub of our house you know it's got like the family calendar in there and all throughout last year you know it was like I would put the dates on there and that's about it. <laughs> you know? And now it's starting to like fill up and there's things that are happening on the calendar and that like brings joy for me. It's like oh, this, you know, connection with people and we're doing something, you know, it's not, well, what craft are we going to do this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Clear week again. <laughs> yeah, what closet are we going to reorganize? <laughs> mm. So I, for, so Phil, I would, I would answer your question now. I hope to come back and be able to have the posture of, it wasn't as bad as I feared. So I just changed your language a little bit because. That's a good hope. No, it's good. I, man, I don't know what I'm wrestling with because I, I don't disagree with anything that anyone just said in terms of what could happen. And, and again, in my mind, I play this out and, and just say, well, what if it all happens? What if it all goes away? Right. What if we all go that's back a, to stay-at-home orders and mask policies and like whatever? Like, does that still mean that it's bad? And this is kind of where I think you're alluding to. Like, I, I think there's something in the journey of last year and the, the tension that it created where 
our hope was being put in other things and we had to push through and get creative and you know so even like well how do we make this podcast better like what's the hopeful future of the podcast even now because it's not just going back to the way it was four months ago it's right. like how do we have a better cabin how do we have like and, it, and it's we're just there's this sense of like man I don't know if it could go back even if the externals all come back yeah it's kind of like right. so I could not go into the old secret cabin right it, it's it isn't true anymore it felt fake to me after coming back from the backpacking trip. It was like, it's fake. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So again, I, I appreciate you letting me push the idea, but it, it's, I just, I, I just wonder if, if we let the concept of what we're hopeful for push things forward more than what we're afraid of, yeah. What, what would happen? You know, what would what would we do as a community? What would we do in a conversation? What would we do in, with our families? Or how would we change that in terms of the? Because there is, and I would say outside of this conversation, I mean, everywhere it's it's a it's a fearful response of right. where the thing could go. Right. Like, what if what if we were a different conversation about the hopeful future? And so, anyways, yeah. that's that's a little bit of just where I'm at. But, yeah, <laughs> I think. What what I've been thinking here since you asked the hope question is we are kind of answering more of what are your expectations, I suppose, more like clear and more determined things. And I was particularly thinking about this word expectation this week because then part of the thing that I'm identifying control is the frustration that I'm feeling is because I had these expectations, things didn't happen According to my expectations, so I'm frustrated. Hmm. And so when you asked about the hope, I'm thinking, you know, how is hope different than expectations, you know, and, have, and seeing hope as I am open and grateful and joyful for what's to come. It's more of this feeling of knowing I'm not the one determining anything, but I have an open-hearted anticipation to whatever will happen rather than this, this is my expectation, and then that most likely always will lead to frustration because right. you don't have control. That's the secret of the happy life. And so when you asked about what are your hopes, I'm like, heart, heart, careful, don't go to the expectations, don't start determining, you know what I mean? That's really, that's good. I, um, so about a couple hours ago, I bought a whole bunch of backpacking food I spent four hundred bucks on backpacking food. Mm, tasty. And here's 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 kind of the the thing though. Um, I've like backpacked right. a, a lot. This is like a part of the huge identity thing of, of who I feel like I am. And um, and so go, going on the backpacking trip to Chicago base, I packed the food that I typically pack. And um, and then the other guys they explored and packed the food that they thought they should pack. And, and I kind of saw myself as the expert and the other guys and, you know, did their own thing. Anyway, so Phil, he, he had this backpacking food that was incredible compared to the food that I brought. And I was jealous. <laughs> um, and I thought, man, what did he do and how did he find that? And it's his like second backpacking trip ever. And he's bringing this golden, it, I mean, like cheese balls. Did you pack some? Pretty much. 
his beef stroganoff was amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and I was jealous. And, and seeing him eat that food, I thought, seeing him eat this food is going to change how I backpack forever. And so today I was planning for all these hunts that I have coming up, and I ordered $400 of food from the brand that he got and I think like and I'm excited about it so, so like from the Chicago Basin trip there's this practical thing that I experienced like I'm gonna backpack so much better now because of the things that I encountered on that trip and so like going forward I, I'm kind of hoping that through our journey of this past season, it taught us some practical things that are valuable to propel us forward and things to to expect, things that we don't expect. Uh, you can't count on our, our public school systems. We can't count on our attire that you have to have or don't have to have. But there are certain things that you are able to value and hold on to that in the past that it just became something that had been expected as as people who thought they had it all figured out. Mm. And I think um, uh, taking the poetry of the backpacking trip, it's like people don't have it f figured out. You can always do it better and enjoy things that you haven't enjoyed before and be taught by the people who have not been there before. Um, yeah, it was just pretty cool thing for me. Mm -hmm. I like that being taught by the unlikely. Yeah. Man, that beef stroganoff. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad you're going to get to enjoy it again. <laughs> okay, yeah. but that that triggers a question. So, thinking ahead, just you know, whatever the, the future tales from the secret cabin conversations are, like what would what, just looking back on this past year or experiencing this, like what would you say are some things that man, it'd be great to continue that forward or you know, kind of use that as a launching point. And I'll just throw this out again. I've, I have loved the um, opportunities that we've taken to go back to sort of a historical church calendar and just say, hey, and, and again, KJ, this was a phrase you said early on, probably exactly a year ago, but this idea that the church calendar exists to remind us of something like we forget. And, and I love the fact that I don't have to be the one remembering all the time, but I'm going to trust that the calendar is there to remind us. And so even even an ability for us to take that further next year would be really fun to kind of explore those things and to, to allow those things to remind us of, the, of just the part of the story that we need to be reminded of in those moments. But that was just one thing, again, I, I think, I hope we don't lose that moving forward. I hope we, we build on that moving forward. I think it's impossible to go off that trajectory. I, I think, uh, personally, I mean, I could be totally wrong here, um, but the church calendar had been built by people seeing this pattern that they saw the Holy Spirit doing things in, um, that there was, it's like a God calendar or, um, this, I see the spirit doing this over and over and over again. And just kind of even thinking about our conversation today, the idea of joy came up, peace came up, hope came up, uh, <laughs> love came up and the idea of expectation came up. It's like the themes for the Advent season are beginning to turn the corner a bit. Um, so it's, it's just 
how the human heart functions and you can't go the opposite direction of that. Um, I think I'm excited to go back into it, but it be completely different. If the Advent series happened all over again, it's going to be completely different but exactly the same. And, and so if that can continue, there's great value there. And then, then epiphany, I hope the epiphanies that are coming from here are going to be different than the epiphanies that had been here. Um, I hope that's the same. And, um, but I also think there's this posture that I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for excitement. I'm hoping to be inspired. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping for a full hearted experience because it seems that this past season had been a, a, I don't even know how to describe it, but it didn't feel wholehearted. It felt I'm hurting, that there has to be. The, hur- the hurdles will be different. The hurdles basically. will be different. Yeah. And the people that are going up against those hurdles are going to be different too. Hmm. What? What is so funny? Why just, are you I'm, laughing? I'm, I'm, is it, it my hand, hand massage? It was just a perfect <laughs> moment in the hand massage. Just relax. Man, here's the deal. I wish you could actually hear the this. I think, I think we need to get some audio. It just feels so good. You just never know. Can I respond to that? Do I talk in the moment? Do I just let it sit? Like, it's... It's, I'm, I'm going to turn it I off. Ad- no, I adore it. it. That's my, that's my yeah. Don't motion with the hand, the okay. Robocop through hand. Okay. So I'm taking it off. No, we do. We have to, we have to, we do have to talk the Instagram because this is a perfect thing exactly. for, for the Instagram because I did, I lost, I lost the battle on uh, that All right, one. let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah, we so, got some letters. Yeah, yes. we got some letters. I think my favorite one was just a postcard. It didn't have a name on it. And it just said, Team Instagram. That's it. <laughs> no, yep. no name, nothing. I was like, well, thank you for taking the time. That is exactly, <laughs> exactly yeah, what and, we and, needed. And a couple people would send their mm-hmm. whole thing in, and then at the, the end, they said, Team Instagram. P.S. Yeah. I'm all for Instagram. Um, so you know the people that are listening. And across the board, there hadn't been a single person who said it was no, a bad idea. I, it, I know it's because the people who are listening, they're like, I wouldn't, I don't think they should do that. They're not the people that are going to write it. It's true. That's true. I'm a Jenny on this one. Whatever the other team is. Not Instagram. Team not Instagram. <laughs> But you would never get a postcard and send no. it. No, you'd just be like, no. I don't agree. I don't. But because of that, you lose. That's fine. Because of I your just passivity. found out about the contest and I won and I lost immediately. <laughs> just instantaneous. <laughs> what a feeling. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think this would definitely need the to hand be massager, the hand is. massager has to be a post. Yeah. <laughs> It is the best. It, so it had been developed by someone who had carpal tunnel, and 
They put that together. Named Tony Stark. <laughs> it's magical. 1999. <laughs> 20% off. <laughs> oh, I love it. JJ's not selling it. It's fabulous. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> anyways, no. So, just okay. Thinking through on a practical level. Yeah. Um, there's probably about a six week gap we're looking, right? In terms of maybe between conversations. I think Is that so. about right? You know, um, here's, here's kind of thing I'm hoping for. Okay. I am hoping to come back and have a podcast before all saints happens. Nice. Oh, okay. um, so that if people have the desire and they're inspired by the all saints podcast, they can practice it too. That'd be awesome. And so, so October, like the 25th, something like that. So people would have time to uh, be able to plan um, compared to beginning the Advent series again, just kind of going back just a little bit um, and exploring and beginning things in the All Saints season. Uh, that could be so fun. And to be back in the secret cabin, it being a whole different experience altogether and beginning our season there at the all saints so that's last week of october yes Mm -hmm. okay so between now and then we may not have an opportunity to have this conversation i don't know necessarily why we do because we don't have this conversation outside of this conversation Uh, so what what are we hoping for for each other in the next would you say two months two months six seven eight weeks between now and the time we get back together, what do you hope for, for us? Mm-hmm. I hope for, yeah, for Mariana to discover what rest and what uh, balance looks like for her. Because even though you say, teach me your wisdom, it's different for everybody. And so I hope you can discover that. Thank you, me too. That's like a hard, question because um there are things that happen here during this podcast that don't happen outside of this podcast although i see everyone here on a daily basis i think this podcast force forces a conversation to happen and it probably does for for everyone at home too and so um so thinking about taking a short break here it seems like those people, people at home that I think I'm talking to, I'm like hitting the pause button on that and mm-hmm. I feel sorrow. Um, however, I also think that the conversations that have been had um, have been so valuable and our journey has been very valuable that I think like during this time, the prayer I would have beyond this table and the people sitting at this table is that uh, they have a a similar experience to coming back to the secret cabin. Mm -hmm. Um, This pause is very intentional and our goal isn't just to continue doing things as they always have been and thinking about the things that have to be set on fire that should be pulled out that don't belong and um the average 
person has those things like you know i but it's just a part of our journey and uh, and i think intentionally just come into a place of like yeah i'm gonna set it on fire now um mm. and there isn't a perfect time to do that i did it in a, a hot day in in july and it was like a hundred degrees and I'm like I'm gonna start a fire now and burn a whole bunch of things because it feels correct to me um, and there are are things that I've heard from different people who do this podcast that they're holding on to things that they should set on fire and it's very obvious and so probably I would say it's time to change the secret cabin um uh, uh, there's poetry all over this so everyone has their secret cabin and and so in in seeing that there are things that have been super old and valuable and good that don't serve the place that you're going and it's possible there there's a season for us to just gut it out and be excited about the things that can change that you're able to own and burn and bring in and invite people who haven't been in there before to help build something brand New And I think that's the heart I have during this time of pause, that it's very intentional so that coming back for all saints, the people who are showing up at this table have are, are coming in as different people. Hmm. That's it. I love that so much. I'll be thinking about that. What things literally or figuratively that it served a great purpose, but it's time to leave behind. Yeah, I think the act of setting things on fire, it's something I have to do. Um, it, so it isn't just poetry to me. I have to see it burns. So I have a d d daughter who's 12, but she comes across as being like super old. 17, 20. Uh -huh, and her bed that she had was the same bed that she was like born in and I was like yeah it's time for her to have an adult bed and so but it was hard for us to get her a different bed because that was the bed she always had and so and so for her birthday I took her bed and I cut it up and then I gave her the opportunity to put different stories that that bed symbolized there on her bed. And then there's a big fire. And then I had her tell the stories that she put on the bed and then put the different pieces there in the fire. And there was like Gregorian chant playing and we turned it into this thing and she was bawling and it was just the most beautiful thing. But that's very different than someone just like t talking about it you know like oh this bed was great and then do you yeah. know what i mean there's mm -hmm. something 
really valuable about doing things that are tangible. Hmm. That's good. All right. We push the pause button there. That, that, I paused, yes. A pause. A real until, pause. Until we meet again. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Thanks for being here. That was and, it, huh? Uh, that was it. Until next time. Dun I should say, hours after the guy said that quote, he died in a helicopter I crash said, because he flew into I a flock of pterodactyls. Because he no. had no if control. Any, if, I don't know, no, just, if anybody picks up when you said it, I said, you know he dies later. Right, yeah. <laughs> but he was going to Into die anyway. That's the only thing that is promised to us in our human experience is we are going to die. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, everybody take care. <laughs> <laughs>